Nerd Bites. I'm Justin, and with me is my good friend, Lambert. Hey, everybody. Hey, buddy. So listen, uh, this is our, you know, we did a lot of Nerd Bites on bourbon. And so we're, mm-hmm. we're dropped. This is like the first, well, it's really the second of about four that we were able to knock out um, one weekend, which was pretty cool. Yeah, it was it was kind of interesting. We're, I don't think we we didn't go. We we went up there planning to record one, yeah. and we came back recording four. We should be clear. So we took a vacation trip down to Arkansas with a couple of our good friends, and we just started recording some nerd bites. And we had a chance to sample a lot of really cool bourbons. And so this is kind of the first of our of our in person, um, you know, on location, on location. <laughs> sampling so this one we did a little bit of a fancy pants tasting and this was a couple van winkles versus the best of the best four roses so we're going to talk a little bit about uh history of the van winkles and also the four roses brand yeah so in case you don't know anything about van winkle pappy van winkles who we're talking about in 1893 when pappy was 18 years old his name is julian pappy van winkle uh, his dad senior began working as a salesman uh, oh, actually, you know what? He's not the... Oh, I screwed that whole thing up. God damn it. All right. I'll just cut that out. Let's start okay. over again. A um, little bit about Pappy Van Winkle. In 1893, when he was just 18 years old, Julian Pappy Van Winkle Sr. began working as a salesman for the liquor wholesale W.L. Weller & Sons. And anybody in Bourbon should recognize that name. 15 years later... He and another Weller salesman bought the firm. Yeah, nineteen ten, they acquired the APH. It's a weird name. Stitzer Stitzel. Stitzel Distillery in Louisville, Kentucky, which had started as a sour mash whiskey distillery in eighteen seventy two. And one of their labels that was introduced on the market just before Prohibition was Old Rip Van Winkle. And basically, the consolidation cons- coincided with Prohibition, which. During that time, the Stitzel Weller firm was licensed by the government to produce whiskey for medicinal purposes, which I didn't know that that was a thing that they did. I didn't realize that either until we started kind of getting into this whole, getting into this whole game where, yeah, people were distilling whiskey for medicine. I don't know who made that argument, but it was genius. Right. After Prohibition, the brand was reintroduced until, wasn't was not reintroduced until 1972 when the Stitzel Weller Distillery and its current brand names, including W.L. Weller, Old Fitzgerald, Rebel Yell, and Cabin Still, were sold to other companies. Here's what's interesting. The only brand name the Van Winkle family kept the rights to was the pre-prohibition brand Old Rip Van Winkle. That is interesting. Since 2002, the Van Winkle brands have been, have been distilled and bottled by the Sazerac Company at the Buffalo Trace Distillery as a, joint van, as a joint venture with the old Rip Van Winkle Distillery Company. In 1965, at the time of his death, and he died at age 89, which is pretty good, Pappy Van Winkle was the oldest active distiller in the nation, and a photo of him lighting a cigar graces the 15, 20, and 23-year-old bottles labels. So if you ever get a chance to see those, that's the old Pappy Van Winkle. That's the old man. So that's, so that's Pappy. So let's talk about Four Roses. So in 1884, Paul Jones Jr. moved his bourbon business to Louisville, Kentucky, where he opened an office in a section of historic Main Street called Whiskey Row. 
Four years later, he trademarked the name Four Roses, claiming production and sales back to the 1860s. In 1922, the Paul Jones Company purchased Frankfurt Distillery Company. And then in 1943, Seagram purchased the Frankfurt Distillery Company primarily to acquire the most noted and recognized name in the business that was at that time, the Four Roses Kentucky Straight Bourbon. And even though Four Roses was the top-selling bourbon in the U.S. in the 30s, 40s, and 50s, Seeger made the decision to discontinue the sale of Four Roses Kentucky Straight Bourbon in the United States, and Four Roses was moved to the rapidly growing European and Asian markets. That doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, I mean, and so we really didn't have any Four Roses here in the States for quite a big chunk of time. In 1966, a man named Jim Rutledge joins Seagram in the Louisville Plants Research and Development Department. In 75, he gets transferred to the corporate headquarters in New York until 1992. And this is why this matters, because in 92, he was transferred back home to Kentucky to basically help with the Four Roses brand. In 95, he replaced Ova Haney as the master distiller. And so for the next several years, Jim worked tirelessly basically to get Four Roses back to the States. Um, And eventually, it did. It did. In February 2002, the Kieran Brewing Company Limited purchased the Four Roses bourbon brand trademark and production facilities. The new acquisition was named the Four Roses Distillery LLC. And then shortly thereafter, Four Roses was once again sold in, in the U.S., and quickly earned the reputation of being one of the most notable brands in the bourbon world. Yeah, so, I, you know, I don't remember drinking this when I was real young because we were definitely sticking to even cheaper stuff like Jack and Jim. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting to think that, like, Four Roses really wasn't around until 2002. Pretty big gap. In August of 2015, Jim Rutledge retired as the master distiller, and Brent Elliott, who had worked with Jim for, like, 10 years, became the company's new master distiller. Brent's years of experience with Four Roses include everything from applying his chemistry degree in production, managing barrel inventories, production planning, to selecting barrels for the special single barrel bottlings and limited edition products, which is what we sample. Right. What's pretty cool is that if you, you know, pull up some of these Four Roses, there are like pretty detailed recipes on the back of the bottles and also on their website. Um, And only Four Roses combines two mash bills with five proprietary yeast strains to create 10 distinct bourbon recipes. So if you're kind of interested in that science element to it, hop on their website. It's pretty neat. You can kind of check out the different type of flavors and and all that kind of good stuff. It is pretty cool. So as John was mentioning, we tried four. So let's talk about the four we did and then uh, get to the tasting. So the first one, the first two were the four roses. Uh, we, We compared four roses, small batch barrel strength, limited edition 2015, as well as the, the Four Roses Small Batch Barrel Strength Limited Edition 2020. The 2015 was the last of Master Distiller Jim Rutledge's, uh, basically, uh, limited edition. Yeah, his last batch. The last retired. one he did. Mm-hmm. It, this is the youngest whiskey in this bold barrel strength blend, or the, I should say the youngest whiskey in the blend is 11 years old. So it's a, it's a pretty um, long distilled recipe. According to WineEnthusiast.com, they say... Look for a bright copper penny shine and plenty of caramel aroma. It's quite fiery on the palate, but water tones down the heat and brings forward creme brulee, vanilla, and candied lemon peel and clove. 
I didn't think it was that hot. Well, I, I mean, I'm not I'm not a master distiller or taster, and so I'm not, I'm not sure that this, these are flavors that everyone gets. This is what WineEnthusiast.com says you should get. So we compared that version to the same thing, Four Roses Small Batch Barrel Strength Limited Edition, the 2020 version this year. So that was a non-chill filtered and bottled at 111.4 proof. The 2020 Limited Edition Small Batch features a 12-year-old bourbon from the OBSV recipe. And this is where we start talking about what you mentioned earlier, like the different types of recipes and the different type of yeast strains that they have. A 12-year-old OESV, a 19-year-old OBSK, and a 16-year-old OESK. And according to their website, the nose is apple, orange peel, honey, and vanilla with the palate being apricot, pear, and hints of red berries with the finish of rye spice, light oak, and refreshing fruit. So we did those two Four Roses versus two Pappies. And the first one was the Rip Van Winkle 10. And this is what their website says, Buffalo Trace's website. A sweet vanilla nose with caramel pecan and oak wood. Smooth, mellow flavor consisting of robust wheat, cherries, and oak. Features a long, smoky wheat finish with hints of fruit, spice, and oak tannins. And then the other one was the Lot B, also in, well, the Van Winkle 12 year also known as Pappy 12. And again, according to the website, highlighted by some by light aromas of dried mango, cocoa, fruit, and spiced peach. Flavors of honey, oak, and tobacco dance on the palate. The finish is balanced and dry with a lingering tingle. So sit back and enjoy our tasting of our real fancy bourbons. Nerd Bites. Bourbon Bites. On location. We are... In fabulous, sunny Arkansas, mountain, mountain home, home. I almost said that right. Uh, we're gonna we got a couple of really cool special episodes for you, um, and what we're gonna start with, we're calling this the Van Winkle v. Brett Elliott Showdown series. Why don't I let Lambert explain to the audience what are we starting with? So we are starting with the Four Roses Limited Edition Barrel Strength 2020 release and 2015 release so we're going to try those first and then next we're going to try the van winkle 10 also known as pappy 10 and then the lot b also known as pappy 12. we're joined by our bourbon aficionados uh hello pat hola hey guys and we're also joined by our other bourbon aficionado mr jeff orff Hello, thanks for having us back. Thanks for hosting us. Absolutely. Yeah. So, well, what we're going to do today is we're going to compare the nose, the color, the taste, and the finish of these fancy pants bourbons. But why do we why do we pick these? Like, what's kind of the reasoning why we're kind of doing a little audible fun episode? Uh, so, we so l- let's let's circle back to the first bourbon episode that we did with you guys, um, and since that point. Um, it does my heart well to know that your guys' specific bourbon collections have gotten dumb and big and fun. Substantial. Um, to the point where we're I on like location <laughs> in Mountain Home, Arkansas, and before we did this, uh, we went and searched in the middle of nowhere for bourbons and found a couple of things. So um, now fast forward to today, um, we've got four bourbons that, 
for the most part have become borderline impossible to find uh, at sticker price mm-hmm. unless you win a raffle uh, or you know somebody um, and are almost impossible to get even at secondary just kind of on the shelf. So a lot of these are, are purchased now off of Facebook groups and, and so on and so forth. So the fact that we've got these four bottles, we figured, what the hell, let's let's kind of do a throwdown. So uh, I think we're going to do kind of the 15 against the 20 for the four roses and see which we like. Do the 10 against the 12 Van Winkle and then go, which, who did it better? Did, did, did Brett Elliott do it better? Or uh, who's the master distiller, by the way, of four roses? Uh, or Julian Van Winkle, who uh, is the owner of Pappy Van Winkle. So let's talk about the Four Roses. So what makes these so... Listen, this is the name of the bottle. Four Roses, small batch, barrel strength, limited edition, 2015-2020. slash So what makes these so special besides the very long-winded title? Yeah, so what what's really nice with, with Four Roses and, and what they're doing with these is that, you know, they're they're using you know, like 10 different recipes um, for their b- bourbon, which is compiled of two different mash bills and, and five unique um, yeast strains. So what that is is that, you know, they have certain combinations of these um, types of Four Roses barrel strength private selections, and they take, um, you know, the, the creme de la creme of these and, and mix them together, um, which is what we're looking at today. So... Um, the 2015 Four Roses Limited Edition is comprised of, um, you know, various 16, 15, I'm sorry, 14, 15, and 16 um, uh, bottles. Uh, and, the and, a, tw- and an 11 year. Was there an 11 in there There's too? An and then, there yeah, too. and then yep. the 2020, I believe, is fairly the same. There's a 14, a couple 16s, and I think a, tw- 19. a 19. There's year. a 19. Yep, yeah, 19 year. And so, so. And so just so the person that goes to the store, right? When you buy a Four Roses yellow label, okay, um, there are it's the same nine recipes that they throw into a vat and let, like, mature and marry together, and they're doing that on a consistent basis. What they do on the rest of their items, so then they've got, you know, you see the single barrel, which is just one of the recipes, and you'll get a single barrel barrel pick. Um, which is a gold label off of that. This is those casks aged potentially eight to nine years longer, and they find the four that they like the most out of everything they've got, and they start playing with a blend. So this is actually, which is weird that it's so hard to find. Um, They're delicious normally. Uh, I'm excited to try the two against each other, but... This is actually, it's not a single barrel. So, like, when you, all the other things that you see on the shelf right now, um, you know, the the George T. Staggs and the Thomas H. Handys and all those things, like, that's all coming from a barrel. It's all one. These are taking four barrels that have potentially been, you know, hidden in seclusion in a warehouse for 20 years and has continued to evolve. They then take those four and put them all in one thing together for another six months until it starts to the point where, yep, it's ready, let's go barrel the thing. So there, there's a lot that goes into making sure that this tastes special. 
It's I think that's what's right, sub- the right blend. That's right. what surprised me so much about this is that you'd think that like the regular Four Roses would be the most basic, as opposed to like that's the one where you pull all these things together and it's almost flip flop in bourbon, mm-hmm. right? I, I think that's just kind of cool. Yeah. Anyway, so let's get right into it. We're going to start looking at the color of these two Four Roses. Now, let me ask real quick while you guys are looking, and I think that the audience probably wants to know, what do these two bottles traditionally go for? Like, what's the what's the MSRP, and so then what's the secondary? Sure. MSRP would probably be around 150 I believe. Is that right? Or, yeah. Um, I was able to procure one of these uh, through my local um, liquor store. And, again, you know, just being able to establish that relationship um, really helps out. Um, I was able to purchase this one for two hundred, so not not too far fetched from not bad at from all. MSRP. And where it comes into having friends, right? Uh, I actually came across this twenty fifteen in twenty eighteen um, at a friend's house, and the guy sold it to me for a hundred and fifty bucks. So basically, got it for MSRP two years after. So it, you know, it's 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 fun. You guys are building your collection. It's fun to swap. It's fun to, hey, I wasn't the biggest fan or I'd already done this. You haven't tried it. You try it. So it works out good. Or how you ranking here color-wise? Man, I got to tell you, I got the bottles next to each other. I've put the glasses next to each other. And I can't visually see very much of a difference, if anything. I like the color. They're dark. So I'm going to give it an 8. It's not like Stag Junior dark. But uh, it's it's pretty. I like the color. It's a nice amber, almost looks like an amber box that has sat uh, with no foam after the morning, after a party. And that's so eight, I'm going to go eight for eight both. Eight for the 2015. Oh, for both. I'm going to go both. I think I'll probably be doing the same thing here. But yeah, Pat? We, yeah, for me, um, the 2020 is just a, a tinge more red, just slight, ever so slightly. I get that when I look at it at this angle. Just barely, it. just barely. But I mean, just they're really, really close, guys. Um, I would, I would say probably an uh, an eight as well for both. Yes. Okay, remind me which ones in which side. Twenty twenties <laughs> <laughs> on the right. Yeah. Okay, right. All right. So it goes in order of year. Okay. Order of year. Lambert, what do you got? Color or uh, ranking well, for color? Point of order. Are we doing color on both? It are seems we going like to rank both at the same time. It seems like that's what we're doing. Got it. All right. Just making sure. Uh, I will. I will also agree with the eight. I, I I agree with Pat's comment on like the twenty twenty is just I get a hint more red, but mm-hmm. I, I like the color of both. Yeah, I actually think so. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the fifteen. I think the fifteen is it looks like it's not quite as translucent. Like for some reason the maybe it's just the glass I'm looking at. I don't know, but the twenty looks like it is like more see through. Like it, the 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 the. the uh, 2015 for some reason has a little bit more of a haziness to it which i like and so i'm going this is an awesome color guys and gals 8.5 for the old 2015 and for the 2020 7.5 onto the nose and for those of you who don't know what that means it's how it smells because i had to i was told to write down nose and not scent anymore by my thank you by my (laughs) co-host I think for me, I think the 2020 is, um, it's got a sweeter smell to it. I'm picking up some kind of dried fruit. 
or if you get to go first in this one again. And you don't have to give us both the same point. You can just go 2015. Just keep it simple. 2015. There you go. I like, I like kind of doing it against each other. It's kind of fun because, I yeah. mean, it is – it's weird. There's very different noses on, on, on the two. I actually, in terms of – I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm picking up more distinct on the 20, but I like the nose better on the 15. Um, I agree. Yeah, so I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go 8.5 on the 15, and I'm gonna go seven on the 20. Pat. Yeah, for me, I'm picking up a lot more of a um, like a furniture polish smell to the 15, which is uh, it's not a bad thing. Um, it's not as sweet. Uh, so I would probably give this one um, a, a seven, the fifteen, and then the twenty. It's a lot more subtle notes. Um, you still get that polish smell to it, um, but I have to dig a little bit deeper on that one. Um, I would probably give this one an eight. So you like it more? I do. Okay. The way you said that made it sound like you didn't like it as much, but you do like it. I gotta dig deeper. Harder <laughs> to smell. Higher score. Higher eight. score. <laughs> so I would agree with Orv on just uh, just in the this, this straight comparison between the two. I tend to lean towards the 15 more than the 20. I still do like the nose on the 20. You know what? But um, I'm going to give 15 an 8.5, and I'll give the 20 an 8. Because it's still they're both still really good, but I, I like the 15 just a little bit more. So you know what? I'm going to retract my... Score. Mm-hmm. I'm actually going to reverse that now. Peer pressure. Um, no, you and <laughs> flip it and reverse. You know what? It. What I don't know if this just opened up a little more, but I'm now I'm smelling more of a. Um, it's more complex than than the twenty. Um, there's like a, it's like a wine or earth mm-hmm. earthiness to it that I'm not picking up on the twenty. I am going to say similar things, and I don't need to explain it again. So, 8 on the 15, 7 on the 20, 20. Now we're going into taste. And this is, again, the initial <laughs> taste that you're kind of getting right when you uh, hop into the old the old Four Roses 15 or 20. So, Orf, what are you thinking on taste for the 15 or the 20? You can do them both at the same time. While we're waiting for him to do that, because he should have been doing it earlier. Sorry. <laughs> well, I'm doing the same thing. I know, but you guys can. Wow. In the 15? Yeah. yeah that 15 is phenomenal. Yeah, it's really good. Wow. Um, still there. Still tasting it. Still going. Um, there, there's a, it's like a, 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 like an apricot flavor on that. Like it's just, it's, it's mm-hmm. a, there's a lot of, there's just a lot of complexity in that. Like that's, there's a lot going on. I, I love the flavor on that. I'm going to go nine. Um, on on the on the fifteen, and then I'm gonna let you go around while I actually. You want to talk finish first, real quick, while you're doing that? Uh, I'm going nine on the finish. Like it's still there. Nine taste, nine finish. Yeah, and why I'm saying I'm gonna let everybody go around is I'm actually gonna take a drink of water to get that, so I actually can taste the twenty. So yeah, yeah that's what I just did. Yeah, yeah. Pat. Yeah, I would agree. Um, I I get on the finish. Um, I'm picking up a like a like a toasted marshmallow. I think. Um. It's it's really really nice, um, very complex. So I'd give that one an, a nine. What about a finish? 
nine as well. Lambert. So I've actually tried them both, and um, I will I will say that I do enjoy, again, both fantastic, but the 15 is just, it's really good. It's got a little bit... It's got a little bit more up front, and it's got and it's got a longer finish, a much longer finish. Um, so for the fifteen, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go nines across the board, and then I'm gonna take another sip of the twenty. Yeah. So I, I mean, I I hate to keep being redundant. So I'm not gonna say nines like those two both did or those three did, but I will say eight point nine. Nine point two. Eight point nine for the taste, for the finish, I think they are better. It can do better. Others do better, but it's pretty darn good. So I'm saying 8.3 for the 15. And I'll go. I'll actually go ahead and do 20 because I just did 20 at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I think the taste itself is – it's just not quite as, like, robust. Like, it, it actually doesn't really bite you like I kind of expected it to. I mean, what's the proof on this guy? On, on the these guys? On either of them. Uh, what's, yeah, this is – Yeah, this About is – About 110 on both of them. I think that's a yeah. 55. Yeah, this is oh, 111. Yeah, so 110, 111. So with that high of a proof, I kind of expected 20 to be a little bit more like in your face. And so I'm going to take that as like a – I'm going to go ahead and rank it like a 7.3. And then for the finish, it is sticking around pretty good. So like I'm going 8.2. Like it's right there with 15 for me. I mean it's still there. Yeah, I like on the 15 how you, your your initial swallow, you get this rush of like, like heat but in a good way. And then it just – slowly ramps down and then it continues back up and then um, dissipates afterwards. So I, I really like the, the the finish on that one as compared to the, the 20, where I feel like it's kind of lacking there. What do you got score-wise for taste and finish on the 20? On the 20, um, the taste is still good. Uh, not as good as the 15. I'd probably give it, um, I would say, an 8. And then the finish, um, I'd probably give that about a 7.5. Or uh i'm so i saved part of my 15 so i could i I really really like the 15 um the 20 in terms of flavor i think i gave nines on both of mine across the board right i i I would probably go 7.5 on the taste um but an eight on the finish i mean the finish is really good that was was the the one thing i took away finish is really good um it's 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 almost better than the taste itself. Just it it mellows yeah. out a little bit, and you actually start to be able to pick some stuff up. But yeah, the the, the fifteen is a is a that's a ride. It's pretty good. Finally, Lambert I'm taking another sip of the twenty. Um, so taste eight for sure. Um, good initial flavor, but just not as complex as the fifteen. And for finish, I'm gonna I'm gonna echo Pat and go 7.5 on the finish, just because it's it's good, but I feel like it's a little short. And when you're comparing the two, the f- the finish on the 15 is is longer. Moving on to face one of the Van Winkles, the the Van Winkle Voss twins, four roses, <laughs> the Winkle small vibe. batch, barrel strength, limited edition, crew. 2015. Let us pause five seconds for station station identification. And we're back. Listen, on to the Rip Van Winkle. We had to do a little bit of uh, glass cleaning and re-pouring. I want to take a real quick look at these bottles. Because these are like the most infamous bottles that people talk about, right? I mean, this is if you're talking about a bourbon, 
everyone wants the Pappy, everyone wants the the, the Van Winkles. Um, this one, this first one we're doing, a couple things that are on this label. I just need to. I wanted to comment on. There's a little wizard. It's a Merlin. Merlin, <laughs> who is a wizard, who's if you a, will, who's been quote <laughs> asleep many years in the wood. It's Rip Van Winkle. It's like it's there. You go. And it says it's ten summers old. I've never heard that type of uh, term. Anyway, 107 proof. This is the 10-year-old Rip Van Winkle. Whose bottle is this? Pat's. That would Pat's. be mine. Pat, when did we get this? I like, When did I get that? Like a month ago? It's a month ago, and it's almost gone. Um, <laughs> so and I have to thank one of my friends in Kansas City. When uh, I brought it back and uh, he decided he wanted to taste it, he, he poured um, two fingers, a.k.a. like four ounces, we're going to call this the SP. The yes. SP. The or SP. the Sailor Pour. The Sailor Pour. Um, <laughs> so, lesson learned. If you're going to go have some of your friend's 10-year-old Rip Van Winkle, maybe uh, have a little nipper, not a two-finger pour like you would do with a <laughs> traditional, regular Jack Daniels. Wild 3101. <laughs> right? Um, yeah. How, how much does this bottle normally go for MSRP? So, MSRP on that is probably about 80 to 100 bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, I was able to, to get that for 150 so, um, so secondary is at least double, if not. Sec- oh, no, secondary yeah, on that's about like five, six hundred bucks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Correct. There you go. Now, the second one we're doing. Most this one cracks me up. Label. It says Kentucky ever. Straight <laughs> Bourbon Whiskey. It's just basically a beige label with black and red writing. It's called the Van Winkle Special Reserve, 10, 12 years old, lot B. This is 90 proof, 90.4 proof. And, or if yes, you would describe this as. It's so boring. It's so boring. It looks, it's, it's it the most looks like a uh, 1930s medicine bottle. Yeah. And it's, well, it's the only Van Winkle without a picture on it. It's the only one without yeah. a person on it. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. The 15, 20, and 23 have a picture of Pappy. So does the 25. Right. Wow. And no back label on that either. No, yeah. nothing. Just one label they slapped on here, a little Surgeon General warning at the bottom. Well, you know why? It's because it's lot V and it's not lot A. Yeah, I guess so. Well, let's give it a little sample. Lambert, you're going to start off with this one, and we're going to start with color. That one's on the right, right? Do, do we need the a chaser? Should I get some Coke? No, the, the 10. We're we'll start with the 10. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, we're start, uh, uh, you, were, you were holding the, yeah. the last. Don't be that guy again. Uh, we're going we're gonna to go 10, then 12. <laughs> okay, you were okay. holding the 12. So, so start with the 10. What are we looking at? Or you can compare the two colors if you so want. So real, real quick, something you didn't mention on the first one is the 10 is 107 proof. I said uh, that. I thought he said that. Oh, did, okay. Yeah. Sorry. So it's a little higher proof. Now, while you guys are <laughs> holding up your goblets and looking at color, how much does the 12 go for MSRP? Uh, it, it's between uh, 100 and 120, how depending much, upon where you're at. How much would that cost you on the secondary? Uh, surprisingly, uh, it's probably f- it's between four and 500. Um, the rip has kind of gotten to the point where it's almost as, as expensive, it's, and it's, it's because of the proof. Right, right now, like the proof is, is a hot thing. Uh, I mean, that's about seventeen points higher. Um, you know, basically, it's all about that proof. Yeah, it is. So, but yeah, I mean, still five six hundred bucks. I I walked into uh, a little liquor store uh, on the outskirts of town in St. Louis, and this was sitting on a shelf, uh, and I got that probably a year and a half ago. So, Lambert, color. I mean, yeah, it looks pretty good. Uh, I can't really tell a difference between the two, uh, though, 
holding them up in the light, I'm I'm having a hard time. A angle it down. If I was it's gonna fatal. say if you angle it down. So yeah. There's there's a difference. There there's a huge difference. For me, there is. This one's a little. Which one's this one? What's to the right? The twelve. Twelve. It's a little darker. See, and I see the I see the opposite. So I, I, I see the too. opposite. So for me, the the uh, lot B or Pappy twelve has it's a lighter color, but it's closer to a yellow, and the the Pappy ten is a little bit darker, but it's closer to like a red. I get the That's red. The main difference. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I get the red in the uh, in the ten for sure. But I mean, as far as scores, like it look, they both look great. Mm -hmm. So I'm I'm gonna say I'm gonna say eights. Eights across the board. Eights. So for me, I'm saying um, the 10, I like the color better because it's a little bit darker, a little bit more, um, I don't know, it's got like that red body to it. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to say 8.4. And then for the 12, yeah, it is a little bit yellowish. I'm not the biggest fan of that one. I mean, it, looks, it still looks okay, but 7.9. It's because you don't like mustard. Or if I do not like mustard. <laughs> Gross. Uh, so to me, the, um, the 12 looks more like scotch. Like it's it's got that yellow, yep, scotch color to it, and when you do your little twirl, so you can be fancy, it's like uh, a Glen Morangi. Yeah, it it doesn't coat the glass as much. The 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 ten just sits there. Um, so I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go nine, on the ten, and I'm gonna go eight on the twelve. Pat, I'm actually gonna go nine and seven. All right. On to the nose. Lamber, you're going to kick us off. How do these guys smell? And they smell, I mean, listen, all this must stuff smells pretty darn good. But yes, it does. Yeah. So I'll even start. So I think for the 10, I don't like the smell as much. It's not as, for me, it's not as, I don't know, full-bodied, not as potent. It's a little bit more mellow, which I, I'm more of a, I've become more of a, like a hard, higher-proof type person. So for smell... I'm going to go with on the 10. Still pretty good, 7.2, but on the 12, I got to drop I got to drop a pretty high score here. I'm going 8.6. I, I agree with you on just your overall assessment as far as I do I like the 12 nose more than the 10. Yeah. Um, it's a little bit it's a little sweeter. So I'm going to go I'm going to go 8.5 for the 12. Yeah, I think they're really close. Um, and eight, but, uh, eight on the ten. Yeah, I think they're really close, but uh, I totally agree with you guys as far as the uh, the twelve. I think um, I like the the nose on that a little bit better. Um, so if I had to do a score on that, I'd probably do like uh, it's close. I would do like nine versus eight. So nine on the the twelve. And or so I get a little bit more of. I, I'm agreeing with everybody, but the the point I think I get a little bit more of an ethanol hit mm -hmm. right on that first hit. After you get past that, yep. the nose is pretty good, but um, it's just one of those. It is a younger. You 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 can tell just that maturation between the the two years. So uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go eight and a half uh, on the. I went backwards on you there. I'm sorry. Um, I do the same thing. Don't worry. Yeah. So <laughs> on the 10, uh, I'm going to go um, 7. 
And on the 12, I'm going to go eight and a half. On to taste. So I have already tasted because I'm uh, proactive. He's thirsty. Well, this is a podcast, it's not a YouTube video. So you got you to move it along a little bit. <laughs> um, the 10 itself, I actually don't think there's as much like to it, at least to off the bat. I, I don't think it's... I'm not a big fan of it, honestly. I mean, it's fine. It's 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 not what they're what you're paying for it. And for me, I don't think it's that all that special. I'm gonna give it like a seven, I guess. The twelve though, that twelve's got a pretty good kick to it, and which is weird because it's not as high of a proof, but it's got a little bit more to it at the beginning, but not as much as some of the ones we've tried before. So I'm gonna say seven point eight on that one for for taste. <coughs> Lambert. Well, they're both close. Hold on, I gotta try it again. And I can actually already speak to so the finish because I'd like to tell. Oh no, go ahead, Pat. Pat yeah, I was gonna say. So while while we're waiting on that, um, for me, the the ten. Um, what are we ranking again? I'm sorry. Taste. 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 Okay. That was, <laughs> I, I think I'm getting do, ahead of everybody. You can do taste and finish at the same okay. time. So it yeah, the matter. taste. The taste on the ten. Um, I, I I like it. The higher proof. Um, it there's this spice that just sticks to the uh, the tip of your tongue and just lasts and stays there. The 12, however, um, it's a slow ramp up, and the heat just, just keeps going and going. It, this, it reminds me of Weller 12-year um, mm-hmm. with a, a lot more of a finish. So um, that's, that's a pretty fair comparison, honestly. Yeah. Like that, that's, a, that's a really good analysis. I... I I agree with you. It tastes yeah. substantially better. It tastes substantially better than a ninety proof. I agree. Yeah, yeah. That finish is really good on that one. It's nice. Um, so for for initial taste, um, I prefer the ten over the twelve. Um, so for a score, I would probably give that one a nine versus like an eight. I mean, it's really close. As far as the finish, however. Um, it depends on what what mood you're in. Um, I I like the ten, um, but the twelve is surprise. It's got a surprisingly long finish, but it's very it's very subtle. Um, so um, I I'd give it both, probably eight. John, see, I didn't get much of a finish on the twelve. I got a longer finish on the ten. <coughs> I do agree with you that. Um, Probably on the, the upfront flavor, I probably do like the 12 more than the 10, but then I flip-flop on the finish, where I like the finish of the 10 more than the 12. So I'm going to say for, for taste, 12, 9, 10, 8, and then flip those for finish. I say take a bigger swig of the, take of the, a bigger swig of the, uh, the 12 and see if you pick it up now. It's really subtle. Yeah. I mean, and maybe that's what, uh, maybe I'm just not picking it up. Because the finish on the 10, you know it's there. Well, it's because, most likely because of the higher proof is my guess. Probably. Yeah. See, for me, it's like, I mean, uh, I guess it's kind of there if I, you know, if I look for it. So, um, I think it's, it's funny to me, they taste completely different. Um, and I really like both of the flavors. We've tried stuff this weekend that I like substantially 
better um, that's not nearly as hard to find and about 20% of what you would pay for that at secondary. But they're both very good. Um, I'm disappointed in the flavor for how hard and difficult the bottles are to find. And so I'm going to make that affect my scores. Um, I'm actually going to go seven on the 10 for taste and a six and a half on the 12. Finish, uh, I am going to go seven on the 10 and I'm going to go seven and a half on the 12. And ultimately, it's just one of those to where if you paid, if even if you paid sticker price for that and you got in line at 7 o'clock for a lottery and pulled it, um, there's a lot of other things out there for that price that I think are better. I echo that. I, I think that's. I think that's a good point. Yeah. I'm saying seven finish for the ten and eight point four finish for the twelve. I like the finish on the twelve. Here's what's interesting. So I think. Well, first of all. So actually, and I want to update my numbers. I think I, I gave nine and eight. Can you temper those a little bit? Sure. Take them down a notch. You got it. <laughs> eight and seven now. On both of them. Okay. All right. Yeah. So let's let's take a look at these scores real quick because we got to compare the ten and the twelve. The 12 takes it by a couple points. The 12 is That's interesting. what most people are saying like overall, but it's really close. It's by a, a po couple point differential. But comparing that to the Four Roses 15, the 15 has way more. I mean, it's I think we all agree, looking at numbers, that is the superior of these four that we've tried today. I agree. I agree with I, that. Yep, yeah. wholeheartedly. And I was, and I, and I was going to comment that even if the numbers didn't shake it out, the 15 is still the best one that we tried today. Yeah, we were willing to like have a, some some arm wrestling matches and some fist oh, fights. We were going to throw down, but luckily we don't have to. So here's what the takeaway from today is: these are all really good bottles. Some of them may be, uh, it's, you know, it's all about branding, right? Mm -hmm. So you've got that idea of like ex exclusivity. You can't find it, and like, oh, you got to have the pappy, and that's that's what they've been selling us. But man, if you can get that four roses, what's the whole what's the whole title again? Four roses, small batch, barrel strength, limited edition, fifteen, especially the twenty fifteen. Yep. You go ahead and buy that. You say you keep that Rip Van Winkle behind the counter for somebody else. Agreed. All right. Why not both? Well, hey, dog. <laughs> we don't all we don't all roll in uh, Scrooge McDuck money like you, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> so, hope you enjoyed that one. More to come. Nerd bites. Nerd bites. Nerd bites. Well, that was a good tasting. Would you agree? I do agree, and I'm. I still am just a little bit surprised on what all of us, like the overwhelming winner of that one was, which the, the Four Roses 2015, but it was just, well, it was just that good. I think that we, and we mentioned this a lot of times. Let's, let me, let me really quickly throw out the dollar amounts because this is a pretty important conversation. Mm -hmm. The, the Four Roses, both of the limited editions, but barrel strengths, they, they run MSRP at the time, 2015 and 2020 for 85 bucks a bottle which is roughly $3.45 an ounce. The RIP 10 is about, it's supposed to be $69.99 a bottle mm -hmm. for two seventy six per ounce. And then the Lot B, the 12-year, is $79.99 per bottle, which is $3.15 per ounce. Now, the reason why I'm, we, it's important to say MSRP, and the Four Roses are more expensive. That's just kind of how they sell them. 
because of all the different flavor varieties and like you said the the ingredients and whatnot but man those and the age the age age of those things i mean one of them was 19 years old that's a long time to be waiting yeah you know i I guess i'm not really ever i'm not a huge four roses enthusiast i don't want to say enthusiast but aficionado like i just don't ever buy them because they're a little bit more pricey unless you get like the lower you know, the, the, the single barrel, whatever it's called. The gold, the, the gold label, like the, the regular. Gold, yeah, it's not even single barrel, it's just gold label. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's really the only one I've, I've, I've tasted a lot of. But that, that, that limited edition 2015, man, that was a good one. Um, that was really good. But those yeah. pappies, this is, this is what has happened now with the, with the bourbon market, is that because the pappies, Buffalo Trace has created this allocated system, those bottles are just so rare, and so people will spend an exuberant amount of money for it well and, and to be and to be fair buffalo trace isn't doing it the distributors are doing it oh sorry well you're right but but that that is kind of i mean i because they get they're only producing so many and they've actually uh, i can't remember if it was them or well i think it's buffalo trace in general like they're plant they're trying to they're actively going to expand their production facilities like they they're investing billions of dollars yeah to expand their production so and i'm not saying that's going to do anything to well it will the allocated system that you were it'll just mean there's there's more allocations available so in, instead it, well, of you getting two bottles of pappy for the 200 cases of wild turkey you buy you're going to get four or five. Well, it'll help but it won't help for 10 more years <laughs> because that's have too. to build all that stuff and then and then, gonna, you and then, it has, yeah, then it's got to age it's got to age right <laughs> So anyway, I just kind of bring up that price because I think a lot of people assume and listen, the Pappies are good. They're really good bourbons. Of course they are. But I'm not I was not surprised that the Four Roses was that expensive. I am always I am I'm, I'm always surprised at how much people will pay for Pappy because I don't think it's worth that. Right. And I think that goes to the, what we've talked about, you know, on several different occasions of you're probably not going to find this stuff at, at cost ever right it's just question how much are you willing to pay for it are you willing to pay two hundred dollars for that limited edition 2015 yeah maybe are you willing to pay 200 for a rip for a pappy 10 maybe not right well if you have a chance to get any of these four bottles i think we would all recommend getting them if you have a choice of the four somehow have that limited edition 2015 <laughs> four roses small batch barrel strength that's the one we believe is the best, but honestly, you're not going to go wrong with any of them. No, you're uh, not. No, you're not. So I uh, hope you enjoyed it. Our next, our next Nerd Bites, we're going to take a look at some, some higher proof bourbons. Yes. So hopefully you enjoy it. Until next time. Bye, everybody. Nerd Bites. <laughs>